welcome to the Godsy Girl Podcast, inspiration and encouragement for all women inside and outside ministry. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, <laughs> pandemic, right? I mean, oh my goodness, the world is still a little bit um, at ease. It's better. It's better than it was. Come on. We've got to acknowledge that. Um, even in the losses some of us have had in our lives, it's better, right? Um, each day gets better. And I really believe that so much of our Christian walk is about really just taking one foot and putting it in front of the other spiritually, meaning we don't get to give up. We don't get to quit. We have to just keep going. And I believe that that's when our grace kicks in as we just keep moving. I think that the defeat and the failure usually happens when we stop, when we pause. That's when depression can set in. That's when discouragement can set in, right? So the key is to keep moving one step at a time, sister. Okay, just keep getting up. Keep combing your hair. Keep drawing those curtains so that the sun comes in because it is so easy. Have you noticed how easy it is to just, when you wake up, to just stay in the bed under the covers with the TV, just self-medicating yourself mentally? <laughs> it's easy to do that. I've fallen um, into that um, in my lifetime, just like everybody else. And I'm like, okay, I'm figuring this thing out now that I'm in the 50 range that as soon as I feel that discouragement, I just have to keep moving. If I not not doing it in denial, because that's another thing too. Have you do you ever do that, or have you noticed that sometimes we keep busy so we don't have to deal with um, our realities or even our past hurts? Um, so that's one thing I've learned in this pandemic that a lot of people have told me I have to keep busy, or I remember the pain of losing my mother, or I remember the struggle that I'm currently in. So I keep moving. And I don't really believe there's anything wrong with that. I, I believe that's part of um, that's part of putting one foot in front of the other, but you can't hide those feelings. You got to be able to go into the bathroom or into that pillow, which is my thing. And if it's bad enough, honey, during my prayer time, I will scream into that pillow as loud as I can. Um, unfortunately people still hear me and wonder if I'm okay so it works best when you're alone but um, there should be like I don't, maybe a jar would work but there should be something that I could scream into when I have that uh, moment and I need to decompress there should be something right on the market that you can scream into and it muffles everything I would think maybe a jar would do it <laughs> I don't know I'm thinking um yeah I'm thinking as I talk that's dangerous we've learned that you don't do that um so anyway or talk as you think but I will say though you gotta just keep moving one step in front of the other and for me I've noticed if I get up even if my husband's already gone if I get up and I just put on a little makeup and comb my hair and see I'm a makeup person too so that doesn't do it for everybody else but since I love makeup and girly stuff if I put just a little bit of makeup on honey and puff kind of fluff my hair up I feel like a new woman and I feel like I'm going to be able to put one foot in front of the other I mean it just helps me so you got to find what helps you you know to keep moving through this because we can't get stagnant we can't fall backward um, we've we've fought too hard to get to the point where we're functioning so many of us so we don't have the luxury 
of having a nervous breakdown now okay um, just because there's no distraction we don't have that luxury um, so I do say don't use this time to be busy just to keep from feeling and keep from thinking you know um, go through the feelings that you feel one okay I'm gonna probably cry but I'm gonna try to get this out one of the feelings that I, I, I has, really, has really come um, to me is grief um, people that I've lost you know whether in my church or um, my dad really that's been a big one lately and he died 28 <laughs> maybe 29 years ago but I always tell the women that I uh, minister to or that are in my life that grief takes as long as it takes. I say it takes as long as it takes. You, you don't just get over it because somebody in a book said you're supposed to. It takes as long as it takes. And here's the thing that I've learned too. If I don't deal with it in the moment, like when it happens, which I never do. I, I've lost a lot of people in my family and I've never dealt with it um, in the moment. I never have mainly because I was I wanted I felt the need to take care of my mommy I wanted to make sure she was okay so I just didn't have the luxury of the the um, the what do you call it the nervous breakdown that I wanted to have during that time so um, I think that doing that is kind of dangerous because it's gonna always be there so you can distract yourself it's like when you hurt something have you ever um, hurt a bone or something are you have you ever broken something and you um, distract yourself like I've done that when the pain was so bad when I broke my foot that I uh, tried to distract myself from the pain by doing other stuff you know that I could do I would knit I would do crossword puzzles anything to kind of change my um, perspective of it at that moment and so I think that when grief happens that's what I used to do I would distract myself by caring for others or by keeping busy right and dealing with stuff that way but I wasn't really dealing with the grief so during this pandemic I'm finding that it's coming back and it's revisiting me so you have to um, allow yourself to feel those feelings okay cry and it doesn't mean that you're weak it doesn't mean that you're taking a step back but I have cried just thinking at my dad looking at his picture um, I don't have any pictures of my brothers up here um, but I might go they're in the cross space <laughs> all my old albums but I mean just allowing myself to cry a little bit and miss them and then I've challenged myself and this may be weird or creepy but I have challenged myself that when I think of my daddy I thank God for the grace that he's not enduring this season because he would be older and he's not I mean he was a brilliant man but he wasn't like my mama who's pretty logical and smart my daddy would have been out there on a walker <laughs> doing stuff he shouldn't be doing out there breaking quarantine you know um, so in a way I do say God I thank you he didn't have to endure this sit down season you know because if he had have been alive in this season he wouldn't have made it he wouldn't have um, so yeah anyway so my point in all of this is that it's a rough time and it's a hard time but allow yourself to feel what you feel in these quiet moments because they can be very healing they can be very therapeutic because even when I think of my dad and I cry um, there's a release that goes with that there's a peace that kind of follows that and um, honestly 
this sounds creepy too, but there's a joy in remembering who he was to me and that I had him. And so, um, yeah, so whatever you're feeling, don't try to hide it. Because I'll tell you, grief is a test that you will have to keep taking. It doesn't go away. It doesn't. So do what makes for your comfort in times like this, okay? Um, I've noticed a lot of people posting pictures of, of late relatives on Facebook, and they're grieving, okay? Um, as long as they're not getting stuck, you know, they're grieving. So I always say grief works, you know, kind of just the processing works. Just keep moving. Don't get stuck in the sadness of it. Okay, and I'm saying that in my mama voice. Do not get stuck in the sadness of the grief. Flip it. Turn it to gratitude because God is still doing great things in your life. Okay, and even the fact that you had that person as long as you had him or her, um, that's a blessing. Count it as a blessing. Okay, so hey, um, this pandemic, it's really uh, multifaceted and I do feel like God is using it. He's using it for a lot of reasons, not only for the obvious, you know, to get closer to your family and to enjoy time to rest, but I think God is using this for healing. It's, I feel like it's a perfect example of what the enemy meant for evil, right? God is turning for the good. I really believe it. I do. Do you? Um, but I believe that's true. So we always have to flip whatever happens to us to make it praiseworthy. Okay, we always got to flip what's happening to make it to where God gets the glory out of it. Okay, because that'll help us keep putting that one foot in front of the other and keeping going. All right, you know what? You are so valuable to this world that you don't have the luxury of not being here or falling apart or, um, you know, falling apart occasionally is okay. Come on, that's release, right? But of just really collapsing, no. There are people who love you and rely on you, and you may not even know it. There might be an elderly neighbor that looks forward <laughs> to when they see you or wave at you or see your smile. Um, there may be people at your job if you work um, that need you. If nothing else, when you walk into a grocery store with that beautiful presence of the Lord inside you, there are lives that you touch with your smile, with your help, with your conversation. Okay, um, there are people that you are touching and the beauty of it. And I think it's really uh, by the design is that we don't know how many people we touch. We have no clue. I get um, lots of um, um, contacts on my blog, uh, Godsy Girl, people who are telling me I encourage them and, and, and married to a pastor too a lot. And I can't respond to all of them all the time. I try, um, but I can't. <laughs> I learned that about YouTube. I used to wonder when I would post this exhaustive comment about how much I enjoyed a YouTube video that the, the person that did the video would just do a heart or something. I get it now because you have so many people. Now my YouTube is slow so I don't have to worry about that. But my other mediums, I get so many comments I can't really talk to all of them as much as I want. I try to and most people will talk to you through the talk to me through the contact form rather than comments um, which is really different but it's always been that way for me I don't know why but they'll hit that contact form and tell me what they're feeling or they'll hit me up on Facebook my Facebook page 
and I have literally like 50 unread comments on my Facebook page right now and I'm like I got to get to them and I hope to get to them but some of them are so old that you guys are probably like whatever um, <laughs> it's like now if I respond it would be almost an insult <laughs> so I don't know but I'm trying it's only me now I did have a virtual assistant um, for a while with my store and um, so much started happening in her life that I let her go or she she didn't let her go we just kind of parted ways um, but I, I know she's probably listening so hi hi Lila um, <laughs> but I will say that that helped me a lot but I am not able to always um, respond so it's hard but anyway my point in saying all that is that I realize how uh, much that my my podcast may mean to people how much my blog may mean to people even if they don't respond or give me a comment um yeah if you on if you get on god's girl can you talk to me please um i mean but it's like i see the numbers the numbers are great you guys are you reading it but um people will tell me that made a difference that mattered what you said and so who would have thunk it you know a, a kind of a, a goofy pastor's wife from Missouri you know um, could bless someone and um, that means something you have a way of doing something too that is touching people's lives and it's something that you're probably fairly oblivious to because sometimes I wonder I see people come to the site I see the numbers of the visitors and my sites always are hopping but I'm like am I making a difference because nobody says anything you know in the comments you know they don't take the time to comment and talk to me but hey that's about me and my personal neediness the fact is is I have done this long enough to know that it makes a difference so your smile makes a difference. That call, that conversation you indulged to encourage somebody and be positive in their lives, it makes a difference. The times you touch your husband's back or your child's back just um, gently to say I love you without saying a word, it makes a difference. And I created this podcast mainly for pastor's wives, but then it kind of morphed into for all of us. But so I'm going to switch gears now and talk about being a pastor's wife. I am so sorry. You know what? Isn't that terrible when you are doing a podcast and your phone rings? I apologize. <laughs> it's crazy pandemic time. Um, but what I will say is, um, as a pastor's wife, it is really interesting to go through this journey. Now, I've said this, and I'm, I haven't said it on my podcast or anything in my blogs, but I will tell you, a lot of pastors were struggling with feeling um, burned out feeling tired, feeling stressed before this happened. That's kind of par for the course, right? Pastors are going to feel that way. It's almost like a given. It should be in the job description. You will feel distressed and overwhelmed. <laughs> um, but I will tell you, I have enough friends who are pastor's wives to confirm that their experience is very similar to mine. It's something exciting. Have you noticed about when things, when the, when the, when the, when the script flips on you? in life it's something even if it's sometimes kind of a hard thing not devastating thing but a somewhat hard challenge it's something exciting about conquering a challenge something really exciting about it and when life presents a challenge like for me I like driving in the snow I don't tell anybody and when it snows six inches I'm like I hate this but when I get in my car and have to go home you know from work or wherever it's something a little bitty bit exciting 
about having that challenge to to conquer um or to um and i don't know are you like that i mean it sounds weird but it's like something about a challenge that invigorates the blood it's kind of gets the blood boiling and rolling through your veins and i feel like pastors have been experiencing that i remember when okay i'm gonna get in trouble but my husband doesn't even know about my podcast and it's kind of cool that i can keep stuff like that from him because then i feel like i can be totally me right but i'll tell you a secret um my husband, when he first started this whole new way of ministry, it was hard for him. He was like, oh my gosh, I hope it works for the, the congregants and I hope our church family can hear it. I hope that the streaming is okay. And I hope that, you know, I mean, he just, I hope I'm good. At, you know, all these things. He wondered, right? And my husband's a dynamic pastor, pastors, lots of people, and has been doing it um, several years, 23 actually. And he was worried about that. He was a little uncomfortable in this new way of ministry. So the cool thing about it is looking at him now, he is such a natural and seeing how his blood is kind of um, boiling again and his excitement is there, his sense of adventure is back and this new way of ministry is presented a fresh challenge that I think a lot of pastors needed. Um, they are getting fresh words from God. Um, it's awesome. So I, I know I don't know if other pastors' wives have seen that, but yes, it's hard. Yes, it's a struggle. Yes, everybody misses being together, but it has done something like a breath of fresh air. I don't know if you can hear me blowing. I hope I didn't blow into the mic, but a breath of fresh air is what it has brought to um, my husband and he has been doing such a great job and he is rocking it i just sent him a text ironically i didn't plan on talking about him much <laughs> in this um podcast but i sent him a text and i said you're doing a great job during this pandemic and i said i said something like you're doing a great job taking care of our church family and taking care of us which he is and so I just noticed that a lot of pastors are getting reinvigorated for ministry. And I even believe with fresh challenge comes fresh anointing, right? So I've seen my husband get a fresh anointing for God's word in these war times. So it's kind of exciting. I wonder if that's been your experience too. If you're married to a pastor or know a pastor, if you've noticed a cool new fresh experience for them um so yeah so it's that's been different but i know that the minister's wives that i lead at my church we um fasted several of us not all of us but we fasted a lot of us for a while and it's okay that we all didn't do it because you know what there's a season thing in every life i don't care what nobody says there's a season there's a season where you pray more there's a season where you turn your plate over. There's a season to everything. I don't think that, you know, everything is ordained all the time. Now, yeah, you got to have an active prayer life and Bible study. <laughs> you don't get no choice there. But there's a season where you may be in that Bible for hours or prayer for hours. So everybody didn't fast, and I'm okay with that. But the ones of us who did, oh my gosh, what a blessing it was. Because um, it was mostly virtual. And it was such an incredible blessing. Um, God just poured into me and um, it bonded us, I believe, together. And it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. We did two weeks um, where we fasted mornings. And, um, oh my gosh, one person um, whom I love um, in our church who has the virus, had the virus, and she was on a ventilator 
and that's when it hit me we got to fast because there's other people from our church that are struggling with this and so um, I said and struggling with a lot of things so I was like we got to fast that the bands of wickedness are broken and that's what kind of the catalyst for the fast was was that and oh my gosh the benefits outweighed um, the sacrifice oh my gosh and I'm happy to say that that woman he she's a seasoned woman who meets all those criteria for the worst of it um, she actually was healed came off that ventilator and God brought her through and so God is faithful he is faithful and he is not on vacation because of this pandemic okay it's not like that movie with Morgan Friedman where God went on vacation he don't go on vacation okay he's still healing he's still restoring and he is still moving in the lives of his people so I need you to stay encouraged okay I need you to keep putting one foot in front of the other I need you to believe what you pray I need you to believe what you say you what you say you believe in it's not a time to fall apart if you're a Christian that means you are a Christian a Christ follower and Christ followers are their identity is rooted in the Lord and that means we don't panic we don't we don't let fear overtake us do we feel it yeah we feel fear girl let a mouse run across this um, floor you would see me jump the drop the microphone podcast over okay yes we feel fear but we are not prisoner of it we are prisoners of hope so we got to act like it baby and I'm talking to myself too because it's a battle for all of us it's everybody's struggling if you're not struggling on some level something's wrong with you I don't care what anybody says you know what you can't know that people are dying in this world from this pandemic people are losing homes are losing jobs you can't know that and not be affected in some way if you say you're a person of God if you say you're a human being and it doesn't affect you you need to check for sociopathic tendencies (laughs) something wrong with you I'm sorry but it does affect us all and it hurts us that people are hurting and some of us are still grieving people that we cared about that are gone and people that we love but what did I say one foot in front of the other I do not own the rights to that song but you keep on moving baby (laughs) you keep moving I love you and um, we're gonna get through this God bless you be sure to like and um, write me a review wherever you're listening to this on if it's on iPhone or Apple Podcasts or Google Play, wherever. Write me a review and let let the world know you like me and let me know you like me. And plus, that helps me with my platforms because um, I invest money to make this happen on purpose. This is money from my own funds. I am not a rich woman. All right. Um, so I I am investing in my effort to be a blessing to somebody, even if it's a one body. <laughs> Uh, but I see the hundreds of downloads. You guys are listening. But I would love for you to rate me. Give me a four, four star. It was so funny. If you look on there, somebody loves me, but she gave me a one star, which means I suck. But she wrote a, a glowing review. So make sure you hit four <laughs> or three. <laughs> and if it's two, don't say nothing. Just pray for me, okay? But um, I thought that was so cute. It's like one star. Oh, you're awesome. And I'm like, okay. We have some incongruence here. (laughs) But anyway, I love you guys. Be sure to give me a good rating and share 
uh, my podcast. You could bless me so much by just texting a friend and um, saying, hey, check this crazy lady out. <laughs> that would bless me so very much. So enjoy um, your day. Make it an enjoyable day. And um, God bless you. My next podcast, maybe I'll talk about how I'm eating everything in sight um, and, and what I'm watching on Netflix. I am loving this show called Person of Interest. It's canceled, been on for like six seasons, but that was a good show. Um, so I'm digging that. And um, anyway, I'm starting to start a whole new conversation, so I'm going to stop. But anyway, I love you. God bless you. And may God richly, richly show himself present in your life today and forevermore. Stay strong, Christian woman. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget, you can find me on Facebook at Godsy Girl living life his way or on Instagram as Godsy Girl is me or even you can find me on Twitter at Godsy Girl and don't forget visit the Godsy Girl Tees awesome cute Christian t-shirts just for you again thank you for listening and may God richly bless you